let's take another trip. This time to see how ice cream is made. The story begins in farms like this one, where pedigreed stock all record milk producers provide the fine cream necessary for the best ice cream. The cows are carefully cleansed and mechanical milking machines take the milk from the cow directly into the covered containers. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show tonight. We're discussing the ice crematory in Norman, Oklahoma. And a little bit later, Cherokee Nation filming news. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So admittedly, we like horror movies. And maybe there are a few that probably get replay, more replay value, right? Yes. We also fancy a sweet tooth. So I think the ice crematory fits. The ice crematory... No, in, it doesn't fit you. ...in Norman, Oklahoma is <laughs> a great fit. For the only an okay show, unfortunately, one of us is fat. But you have your keto. Yeah. Your keto. I'm diabetic, which basically eliminates, well, it, it eliminates me from 99.9%. It eliminates you from going, being the regular. You're not right. going to be norm no. at the ice creamatory in Norman, <laughs> yeah, I'm, Oklahoma. I'm definitely not. And the good thing is you don't have to be normal to go there. You can be normal. You can be a jock. You can be. You can come in dressed up like a court gesture. I said gesture. 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 I'm terrible at words and talking. It's really. uh, It is great that you host a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your inability to put two words together does make for great listening. Well. What I love about it is um, occasionally I get to read copy, but uh, when I have to go off the cuff, when I'm off script, you know, we, we've known some prominent people in government that have gone off script, and uh, I don't know what to say after that. I'm not per- prominent. A perfect example of why you have to have something <laughs> written down in front of you. Well, it's oh. like on Anchorman. Why did he repeat? He write. He reads everything you write. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a great uh, interview yes. with Jimmy over at the Ice Creamatory. Jimmy Mack. Coming up in just a second, but I do we do have a few call outs on this. There was we had to work around Jimmy's schedule yeah. for this interview. Mm-hmm. And so part of the interview, he's in his car. So if you hear some weird noises or a little bit of background noise, it, some of it was hard to clean up, so uh, but it's only for a portion of the interview, yeah. so if you hear that and you're like, I can't listen to this, just wait a couple of seconds and it'll be right back to normal. Well, and at the end of the show, we've got a, a few other call-outs as well. I want to call, I've got some some sauce issues. We need to we need to address some, some dipping sauce problems, if we can do that at the end of the show, briefly, just briefly. I want to have my own feedback section. It's my turn. It's my turn to give my feedback about feedback. Fair enough? I think that 99% of people listening to this have no idea what you're talking about. Well, they'll know, because I'm giving some of our people a two out of five. (laughs) There, I said it. All right, well, stick around for the interview. With over 75,000 views on TikTok, over 60 or 70 toppings and swirl-ins you can do, we are finally lucky enough to get the creepiest ice cream shop in Oklahoma, maybe even the country, 
It's the Ice Creamatory. And joining us tonight, this exclusive interview with owner, co-owner, because I don't want to get in trouble with, with your boss, co-owner <laughs> slash operator of the Ice Creamatory in Norman, it's Jimmy Mikowski. Jimmy, welcome to the Only No Case show, finally. Thank you, sir. Well, it's, it's an honor. Well, I, it's truly an honor for us, for sure. And you and I have a brief history. Uh, I remember coming to the ice crematory, like I, you know, we've talked about before, driving down the, I passed you guys three times and my girlfriend was like, I think it was back there. I was like, I didn't see it because you didn't have the problem that you, which is a good problem. You didn't yeah, have the yeah. problem that you have now where literally you just have to look for the line on the sidewalk. That's so that's crazy. And you guys came all the way. Where are you from originally? Long Island, New York. Long Island. Long Island to Oklahoma. That, it's really hard to connect those dots. <laughs> what in the quite, world? Quite the journey. Well, what in the world brought you to Oklahoma, first of all? Well, I spent a lot of time in my uh, former career in Texas. And oh. we were doing, you know, we, after the pandemic, we wanted to open a business. Um, and you know, the pandemic wasn't too friendly to small business up in New York. So we were looking elsewhere that was more small business oriented. And we came across Oklahoma by way of Texas. I know that's kind of a sin to say, but yeah, try um, not to say it too long. Looking, yeah. Yeah. We were looking in the Dallas area and then my wife said, Hey, how about Oklahoma? And we flew on down here, checked out some areas and checked out the city. We love, fell in love with Norman fell in love with pretty much the whole metropolitan area and uh that was it we never looked back well you know i'm just glad to know that we won the bidding war with dfw honestly you're happier here anyway let's be real we went back and forth to dallas for like concerts and stuff like that yeah, yeah for sure. we're glad we did Oklahoma. what an interesting <laughs> business model in the sense that obviously horror your your horror fandom runs pretty deep but where did the concept of let's let's combine our love of horror with an ice cream shop i'd i'd love to know how that all came about my wife and i were foodies so we love going out to enjoy the finer things in life which is food first and foremost for us we would visit other ice cream shops and we'd be like well you know copy and paste bubblegum colors and yeah well, it's just simple. It's just so simple. So we said, you know, if you're going to do something, if you're going to make something of your own, do it different. And, you know, nobody really does horror themes. Everybody loves Halloween and horror movies. I mean, maybe not so much horror movies, but Halloween too. So either way, you get them. thing I noticed right off the bat is, you know, I'm a, a huge Halloween fan. I mean, my forearm might tell you that. I'm wearing a Halloween polo right now. So when I walked in and was greeted by Myers in the corner, I'm, and also when I look at your menu, I look at your menu, I look at the aesthetics, two themes really, really float to the top for me. The Boogeyman, which to most people that don't aren't in the horror thing, they think when I think of the Boogeyman, I don't think of the one that lives under the bed. I think of what they refer to as Myers as the Boogeyman in, in Halloween 78. And then I also Correct. then I also hone in, zone in, because he's a prominent figure. Ghostface. Are these two personal favorites, or is it an unintentional, or what was the thought behind that? I need to know. Ghostface is definitely, between my wife and I, one of our absolute favorite characters and series of movies besides the fifth one. We won't talk about that, though. The Boogeyman, Michael Myers, is definitely, absolutely my wife's favorite. I grew up as a more of a Jason kind of guy. I thought the first Halloween was boring. Sinner, I know. What are you going to do? Well, uh, me personally, 
you, you have to respect the original. For me, always it goes Halloween two, then Halloween yep. one. So for me, I, I loved Halloween two. I thought it was great. More action, more more action. You know, just like input. Yep. You got to see blood. You got to see Michael do some, and nothing wrong with his you know stalking, just kind of brooding. The the scariest part of the, the first one is when he's breaking into the closet and coming through the the doors. That's the scariest part for me. But I have fond memories of watching Halloween two on the floor at my great aunt's house on a thirteen or nineteen inch Zenith TV with the bunny ears up. <laughs> Michael Myers has always had a special a special place in my. I know it sounds so corny to be in there. The Halloween movies are not they're they're not they are not all created equal. Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. Halloween 3 is my favorite. Uh, Halloween, I look, it took me 40 years to come around to Halloween 3. Now I have three t-shirts, a 4K, a Blu-ray, and a VHS of Halloween 3. So it took me some time. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Let's talk about let's talk about horror for a little bit. Where did it all, okay. you know, we all have that story of I remember staying at my grandma's, I remember oh. staying up late on a Friday night or a Saturday night. What was the what what started it all for you? So for me, for sure, for certain, it was it. I remember I was ah. like just like you remember the first time you were watching Halloween two great aunt's house, all that stuff. I was down in my basement, we had like a small T V down there and we had cable. Oh yeah. And that was like my little hangout zone. I would watch my mighty docs and stuff like that. So I flipped on <laughs> yeah. the T V, flipped it through the channels, and it's the beginning of it. The original It, right? I was like five or six years old. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, cloud. And it's Georgie interacting with him in the sewer. Yeah. And then, uh, wow, horrified me from then on after the occurrence of, you know, what happens to Georgie right then and there. Yeah. So it scarred me. And then I would see that in, like, all the, uh, the costume stores and stuff, uh, all the spirit Halloweens around the area, yep. things like that. Oh, oh, my God, it terrified me. But, you know, that terif that you know, being that terrified, that young, it's kind of like, it sticks with Those you. Those two things, yep, either it sticks with you and it, like, intrigues you. Or you're or scared of clowns for the rest of your life, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I was scared of clowns for, like, most of my life, and then I just grew to love them. All right. Helps them clown myself. Jimmy, I got to tell you, the original It miniseries... That's corny as shit, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh God. I can't, dude. I can't. <laughs> I tried. Tim you Curry have, was great. You don't but, have to explain. Okay. I mean, you, you get it, though. It was, I rewatched it myself with my little brother like seven, eight years ago because he'd never seen it. And yeah. he, he loves horror movies. And I was like, all right, you got to watch the original it before we go watch like the remake. Yeah. I My faith was restored. I don't know how you feel about the, the newer it uh, with Bill Skarsgård. I thought, the, I thought that at least the first one was a rock-solid, really good remake. And there have been a few remakes that you kind of go, why? That one, the Evil <laughs> Dead movie from 2000, I think it was 2013, I thought was really good for a remake. But yeah, I I just could never get on board with, and here's the problem I had with, with that, that it is in the 80s, every, every two weeks there was a Stephen King miniseries. And I don't blame him because everybody will tell you the book is uh -huh. better than the blah, blah, blah. But the miniseries on t even Salem's Lot, it doesn't hold well. Doesn't do. I just. I couldn't ever. It didn't jar me. It didn't scare me. It just felt like a made-for-TV movie. It was hard to see John Ritter being a horror movie after growing up watching him as Jack Tripper on Three's Company. It just didn't feel. Gotcha. It just didn't feel natural to me. I don't know. Gotcha. 
Brett's been in there a hundred times. I have yet to make it all the way out there, so I apologize in advance if this is something that's already made the menu. But the original, the OG, the best horror movie on the planet, The Thing. Yeah, you need a Thing thing, dude. Do we have an ice cream option for The Thing? God, you need to have something for that, Jimmy. We don't yet, but we could come up with something just for you guys. Oh, stop it. Quit. I guarantee, though, if you put like a, I don't know, an M&M McCready. I don't know <laughs> how you could make it. <laughs> or make like the, I don't know, make one look like the Petri dish with the blood in it. I don't know what you would do, Jimmy. You guys are master craftsmen and craftswomen. And I was looking at all of your, let's talk about the food for a little bit. Obviously, we, you know, horror is a big theme. You've got the boogeyman, the monster squad. Uh, my question about the monster squad, it does have cocoa pebbles in it. Are those the nards? Is that Wolfman's Nards? Is that what those represent? I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally, I guess, now that you bring it up, yeah. Why yeah, not? I saw that. I was like, dude, if that's not that's right. Awesome. Well, I was going to say, if that's not right, please <laughs> lie to me, man. We'll edit it. We'll, we'll edit it. Make it sound like it was original. Uh, but- we'll edit it out. No, it's not. it totally isn't. <laughs> so out of, you know, obviously the Captain Spaulding's one that I like. You guys did one for... Yeah. Uh, for when the Wednesday Adams came out, you had kind of a, did a special edition for that. Are you planning any more of those in the future? Was that kind of a one-off to see how well some of the you know not secret menu items would do, or is that some is that going to be something that's semi-regular right now? Even we have a few in the works. One features one created by one of the OU linebackers. Really, he is a frequent customer. Yup, frequent customer comes in with the other linebacker all the time, and we said, you know what? Since we obviously are passionate about our community, right? Mm-hmm. Norman, yeah. OU, love having a college town because from where we're from, we don't have college town uh, football vibes like that, you know? So we're, yeah. we're excited to be a part of that. So to have one of the star linebackers come in, two of them come in, you know, we said, hey, you know, he loves horror movies too, loves our ice cream, said, hey, you do one. So we have one featuring him and then we also. We have a Killer Clowns from Outer Space one oh, that we just came up with. That's oh, cool. Just wait, you'll love that one. You'll love that one. Features cotton candy flavored oh, Oreos. You're going for it. Oh, you yeah. guys are going for it, man. That's awesome, oh, yeah. dude. Yep. Wow. So we we're always my wife is always planning stuff. That's that's her that's her main thing. She comes in, she gets creative. As we're shopping for supplies, she's always looking, always yeah. looking for new things. My ex my ex wife got creative. That's why she's my ex wife. Um, <laughs> you're mad scientists, but I, I gotta, I gotta say, I mean, I was talking to somebody about y'all and we were, you know, they had been there before. And so we were kind of just kicking it back and forth about it, chopping it up. What I like about you all is you're a combination of like cold stone creamery where you put the ice cream down, you put the stuff in, you chop it up, you mix up it, you put it in a cup. But what I like about you all is you guys take that to a, a whole new level. I've never, maybe I don't get out enough. I call myself a foodie, but I've never seen anyone else make ice cream like you do, where it's soft serve with all the goodies in it like that, and then the toppings. Like, where did that, that's that's crazy talk, man. I mean, where did this, again, I, you know, I go back to where did this idea come from? One of our relatives, her brother owns the patent to the machines that we use. Seriously. And he has his own... Yeah. 
Serially. Serially, huh? dude. Cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're such a, that sounds um, like something a stoner would say. Serial, dude. Yeah. Go ahead, just kidding. Serial. <laughs> um, so, we used to go to his ice cream shop all the time, but we were like, this is the best ice cream I've ever had. And yeah. then we would talk to him at family gatherings and stuff like that because he was always there. And he owns one of our favorite Italian restaurants in Long Island. And it was, you know, so we were always, you know, the idea came up to start our own business and we were spitballing ideas back and forth, me and my wife. And she's like, well, two of the machines, you can, you know, get really creative with it. And she's yeah. super creative, as you can see from all the decor. I mean, obviously the venue. I mean, that's how that came to fruition. It allows us, and her especially, she's an artist when it listen, comes to this stuff. I like you, Jimmy, but you're trying really hard to give her all of the credit. Uh, hey, listen, <laughs> I, uh, credit where credit's Smart due. She, she's the one sitting there just, listen, I try to stay away from this, okay? My waistline I know, is man. upset with me. Listen. I, that, nothing sticks to her, so she's able to sit there and try new things and do all this. I'm a little jealous. I get hey. five pounds just thinking about what she's thinking about. <laughs> Behind every good woman is a man pushing a damn broom, dude. I mean, seriously. And you're doing a, I will say you run a pretty tight ship, but it's real clean. You're doing a great job with the maintenance around there, Jimmy. Thank you. Yes. We, we try very hard. We use every cleaning product under the sun, try and keep it clean and sanitary. We eat out of our machines. You know what I mean? Heck so, yeah. Uh, yeah. We for try sure. to keep it just as clean as we would at home. So let's talk TikTok for a minute, shall we? Okay. Tiffany. In Oklahoma, posted yes. a video that went psycho, insane, it, absolutely insane. I I gotta I gotta say that has to have moved the needle quite a bit because again we go back to me talking about it, feeling like you guys were. I didn't know if you guys were closed or forgot to and forgot to lock the door. To now you can't. <laughs> you you, you got to tell people please shut the door. You're letting the the freaking air, AC out. <laughs> yeah. What a what a crazy turnaround. Tell me a little bit about this video. Surreal. Absolutely surreal. She came in with her daughter. She does most of her videos. She goes in with her family or she goes in around with her daughter whenever they have some spare time. Uh, she messaged us like after she left. Very sweet. She was with her daughter. Like I said, they were just, they both got some ice creams Friday early afternoon. It was quiet. So they were able to sit down, really take pictures and videos. We didn't know the gravity of her reach. Um, and then... She messaged us, hey, just want to let you know, made a TikTok about you. And then uh, we didn't realize until like the next day, somebody was like, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Uh -huh. And we looked up her profile and she has quite the reach. Somebody was like, your video already has like 50, 100,000 views. And we were like, oh my God, this is yeah. absolutely mind blowing. We weren't prepared for it. We only scheduled people to come in, like, you know, prepared for the crowd that we're used oh, to. Oh, yeah. My God, it was amazing. I mean, did you have to have a job fair after? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yes. Hit, we, we really, it it reshaped how we ran the restaurant. It really did because it was uh, it was no joking around. Now, no no missing one person or anything like that. Yeah, it had to be tight. Well, I think one thing you know, you talk about being in a college town. There's always a kid looking for a job. They're not always great. Oh, yeah. They're not always hard workers. <laughs> But you have no, no shortage of people looking for a job and working in a cool place like that. Because I'm sorry, I mean, if I had you for a boss, I mean, I'm sorry, if I had your wife for a boss because she runs everything, uh, <laughs> yeah. I would. It'd be a blast. Got him. My girlfriend was like, because I was looking for a little, just a little side gig. She goes, "You should work at the ice cream store." I was like, "Nah, I can't do that." She's like, "Why?" Because I probably <laughs> have to shave my beard. Number one. Uh, Never. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's just a cool place. It's it's super laid back. And what the other thing too is it caters to because when I was in there and it was you guys were going balls to the wall. Yeah, there's all kinds of people, like literally, yeah. horror, people with horror t-shirts like me that never wear anything else. Then you've got, yeah. I mean, college kids, families of twelve. I mean, it was just pandemonium, man. I mean, what a blessing for you guys. It, it really was. It was like I said, it was surreal because we didn't expect anything like that. With in our first, God, we only opened in November, so it was within like the first eight months. Let alone, you know what I mean? Two years down the road, three years down the road. It was insane. We were, we were a destination. Even today, today, we're still getting people that saw the video. They were, came from three hours away over by the panhandle. I forgot what the specific town was, but they were like, yeah, no, we saw Tiffany in Oklahoma's video. So that video still has reach. They drove three hours yeah. just to see us. And I verify every time somebody says that, I'm like, just to see us? No, this is all we had planned for today. And it's flattering. It's insane. I'm just a small guy. My, my, we were just small people just trying to. Not have to listen to idiots tell us what to do all day, you know? Yeah, but, <laughs> but here's the thing about what you're doing. And I think you and I talked about it briefly when I first met you. And then, you know, at, at the horror convention, you are doing something. I, I, I wanted to do some research. There's very few horror-themed restaurants or businesses yeah. in the country. It's just not – it's unheard of. I know Nightmare Toys has their toy shop and a restaurant in Vegas. There's another place I think is in like Akron or something. I may be getting it wrong, but there's not a whole yeah. lot of places like you. Now, when you go and when you go to TikTok and you put in the ice creamatory, Tiffany in, in, in Oklahoma's video is the first thing that pops up. Yes. So, I mean, you guys are a destination. I mean, I know you're humble. And that's the thing I like about you, Jimmy, is you're, you're humble pie. You're, you're definitely not too proud to say how blessed you guys are for taking it. I mean, you took a shot. Honestly, and uh, it's paying off in, in, in huge dividends, and, and it gives you connect. And that's the thing about what we promote is it keeps you connected to your community. And when you're a business owner that's not too proud to say we came here for this community, we're we're engaged with yep. this community and any community because you've got people like you said, the Panhandle, dude. That's way up there, man. That's like there's literally a place in the Panhandle that's called No Man's Land. Yeah, I mean they're. You're a destin you're a dairy and non dairy destination, apparently. Yep. You guys do non dairy as yep. well. Uh is there anything you don't do? We we try to include everybody. The only thing we don't do is like diabetic friendly stuff. A few people have come in and asked and I feel terrible that we have to tell them no, we don't have anything, but we are literally just sugar dealers. That's what we do. So Well, That's I'm the only a diabetic. Thing we don't cater to. It's 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 tough. I'm it's a tough to find stuff that would I'm a diabetic, Jimmy. I'll be the first to tell you. I took my girl to get ice cream there both times. Oh, my God. No, God I love you guys. No, seriously. I mean, I'm not going to lie and act like I, I'm not pretending like I don't, you know, every now and again, you know, blow yeah, my freaking, my my blood packed with the doctor. But uh, <laughs> literally, uh, <laughs> but I'm working on it, all right? But it doesn't mean I won't support you. You, you, you do what I like. You, you have the things that I admire. Now, I went in there with Jason in the corner. We probably wouldn't be having a, this conversation right now, to be honest with you. You may not remember we talked about any plans to expand. Because, you, I mean, let's be realistic, man. You guys are running out of room on the sidewalk. Is there any plans to oh to do the second locations? or and Not to give anything away, but have you talk, been in talks of doing anything like that? 100%. We're just, like I said, we're just regular people. Yeah. And we're happy that we could feed our kid. 
Uh, so that's like just getting into business is something new for us. So we're, we're something on the table. We want to find investors, things like that. Uh, we're just trying to figure out how to go about it and do it the right way. Because I think what sets us apart from all the other places that are ice cream spots, yep. we're the only ones invested into the right. place. We're able to put personality, be able to be personal yeah. with it. Um, you know, if we get investors, we're going to have to do it to a Your certain way. Yeah. 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 So we're going to have to make sure there, there are people that are on board with letting us do what we think works best. Well, and that's the thing, too. You know, in just about any industry where you basically sign on the line, there's always a chance that you're going to give up artistic license or give up the, the spirit or the essence just to make, yeah. you know, a million the potential to make a million dollars, you have to sign your life away. That's what I like about you is you're, you're like, you know, we could sell out, but I want to make sure if we sell out it, we're selling out ice cream, not, you know, not our, our, the spirit and the essence of what we're trying to build here. Exactly. We wanted it to be us. We wanted to have creative control. We wanted to have, wanted to make sure we can do it how we saw it would work best. And I think, is it, has it exceeded your expectations or are you or are you are you on target so far you think in your opinion it's exceeded our expectations for sure like i said we did not expect to be as busy like you you experienced it at oh, its yeah. peak yeah that was nuts that was crazy that was beyond anything could you imagine that many people going to brahms at the same time for ice cream and they're you know right, what i mean dude and they're it's, right they're right around the corner brahms is right the around the corner yeah that's the crazy part and i grew up on brahms man I worked at, hell, I worked at Brahms. So I know my way around an ice cream (laughs) machine, dude. Don't don't think I won't put my application in if it gets real rough. Um, But, but yeah, you know, and that's, again, we're talking about a lot of things that you and I have talked about before here. Name recognition, and and Harley and I talk about this, and I've been under attack recently because people side with name recognition over small business. They don't want to take a chance yeah. on something interesting, different, and innovative over, yeah. but we've been going to, you know, we've been going to such and such and so-and-so our whole lives. Yeah, but the quality's not like it was when we were kids. You know what I yeah. mean? You have something interesting, your business model, the, the way you operate, the way you carry yourselves. I mean, just a couple of normal, like you said, just a couple of normal people with a great idea. And I, what can you, what can anyone say? Honestly, besides, can I get this to go? Well, that's the only thing I can, I can't think of anything <laughs> exactly. else. So, exactly. you guys are, I mean, I just have nothing but respect for y'all. We appreciate that. And we have nothing but respect for you for, you know, you're an OG. You're, we're uh, an OG. you're one of the yeah. first. We're one of the, yeah, I you came, came in, in. One of our first weeks. Yeah, and you guys didn't know how to operate the register. I remember it. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's, it's hard it to do. It is hard to I operate mean, it's a hard, It's hard to start a business from the yeah, ground up. It really is, especially, you know, a lot of who we talked to, Jimmy, you talked about kind of waiting till the pandemic, you know, with the pandemic going on and, and, and things in, in, in Long, you know, Long Island kind of tightening up. We talked to businesses all the time. We're like, you started in 2019? People have a short-term memory from about yeah. 2018 to 2021. No one was doing anything. Yeah. And there are people going, yep, we uh, saved all of our money and put all of our money into our business and we'll sh- we're still here. And, we, and then the other day we did a story on a, a restaurant that's got a 90-year-old chili recipe, dude. 
They've been oh open. God, that's awesome. They've been open since 1948. So it can that's be amazing. If they, if anything that proves that small business can be successful, but it's all about really your interaction with the customers and the community. If you yeah. if you get a black eye in the community, you're done. Yeah. And you guys, I mean, people love you. In a small uh, an ice cream business. Well, that's another thing that, like, I think sets us apart is we're always there, or at least yep. we try to be there as much as we can. We yep. also try to spend as much time as we can with our son, right? And right. That was the whole goal of starting this is something that we could pass down to him. Absolutely. Make, you know, hopefully generational wealth. But, like, we're always there we're interacting with the same people. We have such an awesome customer base of people that come in, and we see weekly. There's so many people that come in that we see weekly, monthly. You know, we haven't seen them in a while. They come back. I'm like, oh my god, hey, how's it been? You know, it's, it's so awesome the, the the amount of support that we get from the community, and that's exactly why we moved down here to do it. Yeah, because up there we wouldn't have got that. We wouldn't have got that. People like people like big name brand, like you're just saying. Yeah, people are married to the idea. They're married and, to the idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, these people walked in our store, saw two kids that just had a twinkle in their eye, and they they keep coming back. And to me, that's the most flattering thing and all the reviews that we get you i mean oh, we I don't was looking, ask yeah. anybody for a review yeah we don't ask a single person for a review and all we get like friendly staff amazing people this and that and, and also get staff that shares the same passion but here's the thing, here, here's the thing about that too when you guys are i mean i'm gonna say it when you're up to your ass and alligators in there yeah. and you don't get a bad review people are willing to wait I, a, a buddy of yeah. mine said, hey, we went to the ice creamatory. We waited 30 minutes. They had a non-dairy option. His wife couldn't eat dairy. He goes, but it was worth the wait. We loved it. People, if, when you say to somebody, it's going to be about 30 minutes, they're not grabbing their kids and leaving. They're not. I didn't For the see, most part, no. I mean, I'm, when I was there, there were people that were still filing in. It, it's a testament to the product, first of all. When you put all you have into a product, it shows, man. I mean, the loyalty, the loyalty program that people put into businesses, if they, if they latch on to you, they tell that grapevine newsletter will carry you through to the end. It's, it's not about million dollar machines and it's not about, you know, a 2200 square foot space where we can play skee ball. I mean, it's not like that. You're in the zone. So, I mean, again, what could anyone say other than I waited 30 minutes for the best damn ice cream I've ever had? With my favorite cereal in it, with my favorite candy in it, and my, you know what I mean? Like seriously, I went yeah. down the list. Like there's literally nothing you don't offer. So, yeah. well, for, we we try yeah. for the haters, piss off. <laughs> I mean, honestly. And listen, you're always going to have. I I call it the ten percent rule. Oh yeah. And especially when you have the volume that comes in after somebody like Tiffany in Oklahoma posts a video like that, you're ten percent increase. There's always going to be ten percent. I could give a brick of gold to these people in a cup, and they'd be like, "It's not platinum. I hate this." Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I, just yesterday we got a review. Some guy said, uh, "You know, I, I don't get uh, ice cream often, and I absolutely hate chocolate." And of course, what did I get? Chocolate. And I, I just responded, "Look, you could have went to our staff. We would have given you something on the house right then and there." Right. But you know, some people they just don't want it's that. They don't never, want the solution. Right. I posted something yesterday, and him and I are going to talk about it later. Or over the weekend, I I went to Brahms. It was a late night. I was in Tulsa. I got a burger and a fry, and the kid offered me what they call Brahms sauce. All I did, you can look on that if you get a chance, 
get over there and stalk our page. All I did was I saw the controversy. Dude, I saw the controversy. <laughs> there's it's it's split down the middle. Either people love it, hate it, they love us, or they hate us. You can't. <laughs> and I'm not in the food industry. I'm just saying, look, we, uh-huh. looky, looky, what I did. And they're going, yeah. well, you got, if you want cane sauce, go to cane sauce. I never said I wanted cane sauce, guy. <laughs> I said it looks and tastes kind of like cane sauce. Well, you're an idiot. Okay. All right. But <laughs> we can't, we cannot win. Whether we're promoting a small business, yep. whether you run a small business, art is subjective, food is subjective, everything that you love is subjective. You, Harley likes Halloween 3, and 80% of the Halloween community would probably have him burnt at the stake for even calling it Halloween 3, and there are reasons for that's another episode. But what you're doing, dude, you're you're changing perspectives. You're changing changing lives, man. I mean, you're giving... I'm I'm hoping so. Listen, you're giving not only your community, but a horror community a place to kind of go literally chill. (laughs) I mean, honestly. There was... There was a, there was like a, it was some sort of comic convention or something at OU, and this whole group of cosplayers they planned to meet up. It was like a Saturday or a Sunday. It was quiet. It wasn't terrible. Oh, it was SoonerCon. Um, it was. Bef- it must have been SoonerCon. Yes, yep. right. And and they all planned like it was like fifteen of them walk in the door all dressed up like can you wear masks in here. And we were like, this is the coolest thing we've ever seen. Of course you can. Yeah, so we I, got some like pictures with them, and it was so flattering to hear a whole group of kids thought our place was cool enough to all meet up at. Well, and we and, don't serve alcohol or coffee or anything. Just yeah, ice yeah, cream yeah, and yeah. horror yeah, through the mix. That's, that's awesome. Well, and you're in our horror. You're in the horror group with me, aren't you? OKC yeah. Horror as the ice crematory. Those are some cool, yeah. cool cats and kittens over there, and I know they've tried to organize some stuff. And even the guy, oh, what is his name with the book signing? His name. Oh, Jake Bannerman. Yeah, Jake. He used to be Moose Radio. Okay. Okay. Years ago, I met him when I worked in radio. I went over there and sat in on his podcast. Really cool. Really cool guy. Yeah, but, definitely. But you guys are opening doors, you know, for for all kinds of people, letting all kinds of people do all kinds of cool things. I think it's. I don't know. You guys are just. You're just great. Like, but here's the thing. doesn't matter how great I say you are. Somebody's going to come along and go, well, they don't have yeah. a vegan option. Okay. okay. All right. We'll just go somewhere else. Wh- go which to- we do. Which we do. We have non-dairy vegan options. Oh, do Oreos you? Oreos are vegan. What is Vanilla the are, Oreos? Are, are, is, it, is it the little shop of horrors? You know, you, you get the plant-based. Uh... <laughs> there you go. That's not a bad idea. That's Dude. A, that's a great. You know, we should listen have to me. a vegan but anything on our menu can be made into the vegan option. Most cereals are vegan, things yeah. like that. Well, listen to me, dude. You're going, that's a great idea. If you make a million dollars on an Eminem McCready, <laughs> I don't, I'm not coming. You're from freaking Long Island, dude. You'll make me, you'll make me disappear. I'm not saying anything, dude. You no, probably, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. You know, people in Rikers Island probably. Um, but no, <laughs> uh, no, just, just keep, keep swimming, dude. Keep pedaling. You're doing a great job. And, I mean, I look forward to, Harley looks forward to, everybody I know that's, I've had m- multiple people come up to me and go, you need to cover the ice creamatory. I'm like, I have covered it with cookies, and then it, there's some <laughs> M&Ms and some chocolate drizzle on it. But <laughs> but no, man, we really appreciate you being on the show. But how can how can people get in touch with you guys and gals, figure out when's the best time to come, what's on the menu, get in touch and all that stuff? How do we do that? 
the best way to get in touch with us is definitely through Facebook or Instagram. That's where we're most responsive. Uh, you know, sometimes the phone can be the phone. Oh yeah. <clears throat> we are open Wednesday through Saturday, three to 10 PM. Uh, and then Sundays we do two to eight. We don't usually do any different hours other than that. Uh, maybe during Halloween time we might, we're not sure, but Wednesday through Saturday, three to 10 PM, Sundays, two to 8 PM. Sweet. Jimmy, thanks for being on the show, man. It was an honor, but it really is an honor that we are on a show like yours. You guys have quite a following on Facebook. I'm on the phone with people who care about my business. That's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Well, keep it up. Take care, guys. All right. Bye. I do feel like you kind of dominated the conversation. Sorry. I'm sitting over here going, (laughs) I want to say something. I pointed to Raising my hand and you're like. Well, let's talk about all the things that interest me. Oh, goodness. Let's talk about movies that I like. And let's talk about the things that you do that I like. Let's talk about the number of times that I've been there. Well, you know, it's kind of like the taste of talk talk, guys. Sometimes I'm the other guy, and other times you're the other guy. I'm sorry. I'm the other guy all the time because I'm the guy that does all of the work (laughs) in the background. So you're, okay, when you're looking at hierarchy... His wife is the creative force, the creative driving force, and he does everything she says. So what are we in our small business hierarchy? Where do I fall in? Um, according to you, oh, in your inability to put, <laughs> put sentences together, you list yourself as the talent. Only on the check. Only It only says it on the check, uh-huh. on the memo line. <laughs> but... Seriously, in all seriousness, if you are interested in checking out the ice crematory, which I cannot understand if you say you are not interested in it, it is one of the most unique restaurants around that you're going to run into. And the way they've executed this Mm -hmm. is beyond belief. Yeah, absolutely. The attention to detail that went into the decorating of the of the location, the attention to detail that goes into the desserts that they make. It's top-notch, but they're on Southeast 12th in Norman, Oklahoma. Yep. Go check them out, but be prepared because there's a real good chance you're yeah. going to wait a minute. If you go in on an afternoon, expect, if you're not first in line, to be last in line waiting 30 minutes for your ice cream. But I'm telling you right now, it is well worth it. If you want more information on the ice creamatory, including their menu, or just looking at pictures of their food, or their restaurant, which I highly recommend, then check out their website, theicecrematory.com. And coming up next, film brought to you by Cherokee Nation. So I saw something cool today on the internet. On the internet? On the internet. (laughs) I know, make it sound like I just logged into AOL um, for the first time. You've got mail. On my CompUSA computer that I bought. Uh, (laughs) Bravado Wireless has a hot air balloon, dude. Did you see that? I did see that post. I do think it's cool. At the Paris Balloon Fest, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a. It's a re, the real thing. It's not photoshopped. It's a real bravado wireless hot air balloon. A, I want to know. Okay. Where we can get our only and okay show hot air balloon? I was literally thinking I could get a picture and Photoshop our logo onto it, and then Photoshop it into that picture. And cover up another one of the other local businesses, but I didn't want to do that. <laughs> but I think it 
a hot air balloon fits our mold. And I think Bravado Wireless really fits everyone else's mold. They fit our mold really well. We talk about local businesses that are doing unique things that are helping their communities. Yep. And that's literally Bravado Wireless's mission statement. Well, you know, we talked about it a little bit off the air. We're not telling you about anything unique. Wireless is everywhere. Everybody's uh, everybody has a cell phone. Everyone has a cell phone. Everybody has a tiny pocket computer. Yes, but what does your pocket computer do outside of just accessing the internet? Accessing the internet, where you find on the internet when you find things on the internet. I like that it's they're connected to their communities. Their communities. They're you know we say it. We we say it, we spray it, we tell everybody that wants to hear it. It's all about community. You know, we talked to the ice creamatory uh, a little bit earlier on in the show. They're connect. They're not even from here originally, and they came here and they're plugged into their community. Bravado Wireless does the same thing. Five days ago, they were at the Shakota game for crying out loud. Photos, videos, they're everywhere. You can boil it down to they live where you live. You know, we kind of say it in jest, but yes, they literally, they're embedded in your community. You're going to pass them in the grocery store. You're not going to run into the guy that runs Amazon right, in your neighborhood. Yeah, he's not. They're, they're not there. No. When it comes to the big wireless carriers, you're not going to run into those guys at the local high school football game. Bravado Wireless does local cellular and home internet in Eastern Oklahoma. Yeah. And that's what they do, and that's where they're at. Yes. If you order equipment, free shipping. They're always running some type of sale or special. Again, we're not reinventing the wheel, but we are telling you a better a better way to, to get it. <laughs> that's exactly right. If you need new cellular or home internet provider, reach out to a Bravado store. Speak to a customer service representative, 866-500-8488. Or if you're on the internet, it's bravadowireless.com. All right, what's our news story? News story from Deadline.com. Cherokee Nation launches Cherokee Film as an expansion of its current filmmaking ecosystem. You know, you're seeing a lot more of these independent uh, independent film studios that are popping up and cropping up in throughout tribes across the country, a lot of it happening here in Oklahoma, especially Oklahoma, where we're kind of becoming like the Hollywood's Midwest, Midwest Southwest campus, basically. Dude, with Hollywood being in the position that it's in right now, I can't think of a better time for independent organizations to be dipping their foot in this. And Cherokee Nation, Cherokee Nation is Doing a bang-up job. Yeah. Okay, so the the news story, basically, they now have four distinct branches and logos, uh, as well as social media accounts, aimed at better representing the tribe's continued efforts in becoming a film and media production hub. Their collective efforts in filmmaking, storytelling, content creation are now called Cherokee Film. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it makes sense yeah. that you have to kind of segment it, segment it, because the Cherokee Nation we've talked about a lot on the show yeah. has a lot of irons in the fire. Yes, you know, uh, well, the Cherokee Nation does do billions upon billions of dollars of economic development here in the state of Oklahoma and throughout. 
Yeah. And again, I think it makes sense to kind of categorize the film portion because mm-hmm. it's growing so yeah. rapidly and they're doing so much. So as it stands right now, Cherokee Films Portfolio has more than 30 full-time employees. Wow. That's so, that's a lot. <laughs> when you're when you're talking about I mean, that's more people than are working in Hollywood right now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know what the rules and regs are uh with the Cherokee Film Studios and and, and others that are similar if they're if they're having to take, you know, some time off for, through strikes, if that, if the, I doubt that the unions have really any say so in what they're doing. But either way, it's, it's, it's really refreshing to see that, you know, cause I'm a bigger, I'm a big fan of independent film and independent filmmaking. And it's nice to see not just, I mean, Cherokee, obviously, but, but seeing other tribes like the Osage get involved, uh, with, with Hollywood, you know, we've got, um, Killers of the Flower Moon that's coming out in less than a month. Seeing that just you're just seeing a lot of these type of moves. The Native Americans have really started a movement in movie and television making with Reservation Dogs and I agree, but I do think there should be a delineation. Like calling Cherokee film a part of Hollywood. And I don't I I think it does an, a disservice to yeah. to Cherokee to, to, <clears throat> to Cherokee film because it's something that you and I talk about, and it makes it into the show occasionally, typically in the outtakes where we're talking about a movie that we watched or whatever. But there are so few original ideas coming out of California. Yeah. I see nothing but like forward momentum for any organization that's putting out television or movies that are based on original concepts where. The writers, you know, aren't beholden to the marketing team and you don't have to worry about what's going to be on your Taco Bell branded yeah. cups. You know, you don't have to include, you know, an, an animated toad to to make, right. the, you know, to make sure that your Happy Meal has a toy yeah. in it. Well, and you also, you know, to the other point on the flip side of that, you don't have to um, racially appropriate to promote. You know what I mean? Where... 30 years ago, you'd have to have somebody stand out front with a headdress on to tell you that, welcome to, you know, it's just a different time now. I think it blends well. You can separate it from Hollywood and still promote it without having to say, hey, we're a, we're a Native American, you know, film production team. It, it just, I think we're in a different, a different age now. One, another thing I, you know, uh, want to mention is, I don't know if you watched Prey, uh, the Predator I did. movie. That was, Comanche language. They offered a Comanche language version that wasn't dubbed over, and an English for English version that wasn't dubbed over. So you're seeing a lot more of those things culturally kind of blend into into the mainstream. Whereas again, before there would have been the, that delineation between Hollywood. You know what I mean? It, it, it's 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 just a different it's a different time now. It is, and I think it's important. Again, I I feel like. You know, the Cherokee Film Commission is still doing their manual, uh, their million dollar annual film yeah. prize, that sort of thing. I like seeing that happen, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I want to to hear original stories. Yep. You know, things that haven't been on on the not on a the rehash or a remake. Yeah, yeah I, I don't need you know a, another one of my childhood memories butchered by. 
you know, somebody who's trying to reimagine it for right, a new right. age. Yeah. Like, it's not a new age. Yeah. Like, most of the movies that they reboot are terrible. Well, not, not I'm not saying that they're, that they're not terrible, but most of the movies that they reboot aren't that old. They're not that old. I, what was a movie recently that they're wanting to re... I can't think of the name of it, but it's a movie that's come out within the last five years, and they're already talking... Or last ten years, sorry. Last ten years, and they're already starting... They're in talks to remake the movie. I'm like, we literally just got it re-released on Blu-ray. Why are we trying to remake something? I, it's like we have to... We've got to brush up the effects and spend $10 billion. I just, again... I think that's a lot of my favorite movies now come in at a budget that's under a hundred million. You know what I mean? You can't hardly make a movie for under hundred a hundred under a hundred million that anyone has the availability to watch. You got to dig for them. I mean, you found some gems on Tubi for crying out loud, and that have never seen the light of day, probably for sure. But what was the movie we were discussing? It's been a few mo- a few months back. Uh, that was actually filmed in Oklahoma horror movie. Oh, Splinter. Splinter, yeah. Was that Splinter? Uh-huh. That movie's great. Yeah. Original concept, filmed in Oklahoma. I think they spent like 17 nickels on it or something. Yeah. It's got a cult following, but other than that... I think right now, I think people are starving for good entertainment. Mm-hmm. And with, Cher- with the Cherokee Nation being one of the largest... Actually, I think they are yeah, the, the largest Native American yeah. tribe in the U.S. With them having this whole ecosystem built out right here in Oklahoma, dude, why not take advantage of it? Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. W- while while Hollywood is trying to figure out the bed, yeah, while they're trying to figure out how how to remake a remake of a reboot that nobody watched the first time, and they're all you know they're. They're all on strike because, you know, $100 billion or, or whatever they made on their last film wasn't enough. Wasn't enough to cover. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm all for yeah, somebody I'm all for coming in independent who can put out some good entertainment. I think it's great. With some local ties. I love the local ties. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you want more information, check out Cherokee.film. We'll include a link in the show notes to the story from Deadline.com. Okay. We've reached a point in the show. Our feedback, the point in the show where we do feedback. Where we do feedback. Where we are still waiting on the listener I did feedback. the thing, and you didn't. It was garbage. Okay, so I'll do another one. Uh, we'll just do another one. That's fine. Um, so I made a post last week. I was in Tulsa overnight. It's 1030. Not a whole lot of options in South Tulsa at 1030 at night that aren't quick and dirty. I went to Brahms. I did the re- I did the name recognition thing. How many times do we have to discuss on this show the local independent small business? Brahms was local independent small business fifty years ago. Yeah, but now they're. I don't know who owns them. It's probably I don't know. It's, it's probably Poot. It, probably somebody that pronounces it Brahms. Uh, that's probably <laughs> it's Brahms, and we have the burger and. Uh, the dipping sauces, um, specifically the Brahms sauce. So you put a post up about your late night trip to Brahms. I put a couple. I mean, at least it wasn't McDonald's, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Brahms. So I put a cup picture, couple fries dipped in the the sauce, and all I said was Brahms sauce tastes an awful lot like cane sauce. Maybe a few little things scattered, and nothing. 
nothing out of the ordinary, nothing. I wasn't completely off base. Next time you get a chance, try it. I was this close to doing a Pepsi challenge and running through canes, running through and bringing and having your teenagers, because let's be realistic, canes, uh, the parents will eat it, but the kids like it. Kids like canes. Kids love chicken strips, don't they? I think think that's pretty universal, yeah. They like chicken strips, cheese pizza, and pepperoni pizza until they're about 25 years old. Anyway, so I got, okay, we. We weren't a part of this. This was I, your post. I'm going to go back in and Photoshop your face onto the picture. Okay. Because I didn't have anything to do with this. We. Well, the good news is it says only an okay posted by Brett. No, it doesn't show it doesn't, that so the, anybody oh, who's oh, not affiliated oh, okay. with the page. There you go. Anyway, it, it's a mixed bag of being told how ignorant we are for thinking that it's better. I never said that in the post. That it's better. I said it tastes an awful lot like cane sauce. To the point where people were fact-checking the fact people that were trying to be fact-checkers. We had historians in there. We've got fact-checkers. We've got internet samurais. We've got troll. I have never been trolled over a dipping sauce before in my life. Are you reading it now? Are you looking at it now? I'm looking at it, yes. I mean, it's crazy. It is insane that we got so much feedback on literally a dipping sauce. A picture of a dipping sauce with a fry sticking out of it. I mean, I would even I would even go so far as to read a couple of them, but I mean, you got to dig through the ones that basically tell you, you know, everything but you're a redheaded stepchild. Brahms had it first, uh Somebody said I live 30 minutes from, from Cane's, but three minutes from Brahms. $7.99 chicken strip dinner, pretty close. Okay. To get them side by side, Brahms is better, so it can't just be cane sauce. I never said that. It doesn't really matter. I don't think anyone is going to drive to Cane's for sauce when they get Brahms and vice versa. Just be glad both places have more than ketchup. Okay, I'm with you. Brahms sauce is awesome. Okay. I think at the end of the day, you're just too sensitive. I'm not sensitive. Uh, but I was called some choice. I'm going to say, okay, it was it was me. I was called some choice names. Uh, all because of a sauce. But the it's it's really right. It's, it's pretty split down the middle. So it's something we discuss on a regular basis, yeah. though. If you have an opinion and you share it, you've opened yourself up to all of the, the verbal abuse that the internet can throw at you it's your own fault you do a show where you give your opinion every week on things and then you share stuff on the internet i i have no sympathy for you somebody put for an for a, for only an oklahoma page you don't know sauce about oklahoma <laughs> i'm telling you somebody's got it by the somebody got a cup full of it this is how you're supposed to eat fries they've got the like a small mix cup with a French fry sticking out of it. That's too much. But here's the thing. This is the honest to God truth, and this is the last thing I'll say. Brahms does have, I called, because I feel like it's a, a Mandela effect. When I worked at Brahms 25, 27 years ago, they had a what they called Brahms sauce. It was basically a ketchup-based sauce with pickle juice in it and something to give it a little bit of zing. It, was, it looked like ketchup. Kind of a 
a cross between ketchup and barbecue sauce is what it looked like. Kind of reminded me a little bit of Sonic's hickory sauce. Anyway, but it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. It's not like it. They did not have a creamy dipping sauce. They didn't have chicken strips back then. If they did, they didn't. It was gravy. You dipped them in gravy. Brahms' stiffest competition back then was Dairy Queen. We didn't have a Dairy Queen. So you went to Brahms to get your steak fingers or your chicken fingers or whatever. You had gravy to dip it in. They did not release the Brahms sauce that everybody... The the cane spiracy here, they didn't release the cane sauce. I mean, the Brahms sauce until 2015 when they launched their chicken strip dinner. Okay? So what you're attempting to do... For these it, key, for these keyboard samurais, is tell them they're wrong. <laughs> is talk to them on the show when ninety nine percent of the people who make trolly comments on the internet don't listen to good stuff like the only an okay show. They live with their mom. They live with their mom, and they might listen to insert young podcaster with a beanie. Okay. It, it just doesn't matter. They're not listening to our show. They only hopped on because you said something. You expressed an I opinion. I triggered triggered their fast food. I triggered a fast food frenzy. Yes. And that's on you. I know. I know it's on me. But, folks, the creamy dipping sauce. I called Brahms to verify. You're, so now you're going to try to pull our listeners into this fiasco that you, you put on Facebook. I'm just saying. That's it. I'm done. I'm done, and I'm never going. I almost went to Brahms tonight to go. Was I wrong? Okay, here you are wrong. So I will tell you the original Brahms sauce for for French fries. Yes, the original Brahms sauce for French fries is a chocolate shake. True. You can say whatever you want you're about right. your spicy, tangy, yeah. no, you're right, mayonnaise you're that right. you added to the menu. Brahms sauce is a chocolate, chocolate shake. shake. Yep. Done. And if Keynes doesn't have that. They don't. They don't. You're right. If the ice crematory had French fries, you know what? Brahms I might would go out of business. Well, no. I might bring some Brahms fries to the ice crematory and just dip them into it. And, and go, look, he, look, Brahms, mic drop. <laughs> your, bra- your fries are barely worthy of the ice crematory. Brahms is going to come back with, yeah. And you have diabetes. <laughs> Good luck not dying. They're going to come back and say, Good job, Wilford Brimley. You need a shot of insulin with you that? Put, you put the die in diabetes. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm just saying. It's cane sauce. Um, I'm done. I'm done. You say that, but you will continue. This, You will drop the words cane sauce. Until, look. look. Until the, the day you die. The reactions are still trickling in over this cane sauce deal. I've buried I've buried a single episode of our show, and I'm sorry, over this cane I didn't know that the cane sauce, the Brahms Canespiracy post was going to catch as much fire as it did. I blame that post on burying the show. I released that post on Friday. I apologize. It, it gathered all the steam over the weekend, and Monday it steamrolled our show. I'm sorry. So maybe you should post this week's episode next week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you have thoughts on Brahms sauce versus cane sauce. Versus Freddy's sauce, apparently. Or if you're going to be in the right column and just say that the best Brahms sauce is a chocolate shake. Yeah. 
then let us know. Hit us up on Facebook. If you have show ideas or you just want to yell at Brett about his bad ideas, hit us up at onlyanokshow at gmail.com. Or you can email me personally at, at... I'm just kidding. You're not doing that. Trust me, I've got 75,000 emails, and I'll never see it. But <laughs> I digress. As always, special thanks to our sponsor, Bravado Wireless. This has been the Only in OK Show. New episodes every week? I say that. I hope so. (laughs) This is Brett. And I'm Harley, and we're out of here. Peace. Let it be known, let it be entered into the record that September the 20th, the year of our Lord, 2023, item A, Silver Yeti Cup, that will be remain with Harley Covington. A member of the company. So sta- it's quid pro quo. It's all pretty standard. Quid pro quo means something I know. different. Okay, it's, I'm going to say, okay, no, I always want to say not quid pro quo, I always want to say... What is it? It's not, it's, um, God, it's, it's, it's a fancy word for saying SOP. What is it? It's right there. Chet at Townsend. Uh huh. His shit is so big and he's bought so much stuff that they're moving the Rock Island Arts Festival. They're moving it down the other end of the street. Oh. I guess between the construction and the fact that they no longer own Townsend, <laughs> that end of the town. Really? Yeah, because they used to do, like, they used to have exhibits inside the train depot. He has the train. And that whole, that whole end was blocked God. off. With, I wonder, I want to see what the Chickasha pages are saying. I'd be interested in, oh, he's got a write-up, huh? They're going to reevaluate for next year, but be that construction festival promises to be one of the best with artists, crafters, food trucks. That's going to be so strange having it this end. Oh, yeah? Wow, that's... Okay. Hmm. Well, I think the... Well, here's the thing, though. I think, aesthetically, it's more pleasing where it's been for... Winery. Sold their soul for barbecue. Dude, the dude's got more money than God. It's going to run for three days. Yeah. Friday, the 30th, October 1st. Eel Walk on Saturday. Oklahoma Food Truck is Saturday. I didn't buy Food Truck Arts Festival? Yeah. They did that last year. Did they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Food Truck Championship ended here. Then you kind of went and they had that vendor area set up kind of in and around where the, basically where the, the leg lamp is now, which that's the other thing. They didn't have the leg lamp full time last year. So that's kind of a, so I guess it makes sense. The annual chocolate festival in the Darko is when? Same weekend. October 3rd. There better not be from 530. To- you know what else is it? October 3rd? Trying to make a way to make it happen. going to be. It's like two weeks. Is it? Dude, it's the 20th of September. I'm sorry, I don't keep track with what day it is. I'm only looking for it to yeah, Halloween. The third is... <laughs> that can't be right. The third is a Tuesday. Maybe it's maybe it's the 8th. The 6th or 7th. 6th or 7th, yeah. Because they were posting it on there. Maybe we can go buy some... Um, can you do me a favor and not use autistic, white girl, basically anything that you'd normally say? Why? On our Facebook. Page. I 
repeated the white the autistic thing because somebody had said it about us. Yes, I it, but it was in, but it was in re, in response to being accused of being autistic. I understand that. Okay, but okay, sure. It's not to be not when you're typing it. Not it's when you not. <laughs> I wonder what. Let's see. Siri, where's Hanobia? See, she even pulled up the direction. Hanobia, the three hour and twenty nine minute drive, man. October sixth and seventh. Looks like we're kicking over the Coleman burn bands in effect. Such a camper, Dad. Well, looks like we're cooking Chuck out, Chuck Wagon style with the Coleman burner. Why? Burn bands in effect. Yeah, I dropped the show. Okay. And then <laughs> it was within two hours. You're like, here's the liquid death that I'm drinking. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I want to rock! Three, two, one.